to this week's episode of With the Exes. I'm Stony Rhodes. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist. Yes. We got it down this week. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. If you guys want to find out more, you can reach us at withtheexes.com. That's www.withtheexes.com. And this week, joining us in the studio for What's Love Really Got to Do With It is author Sandra Walters. Hello. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We officially don't have any disclaimers or PSAs. I said that last week and I was really excited and then what happened? <laughs> the calls was right. We had a caller that was trying to get through and for whatever reason due to connectivity we just couldn't hear. And it's like the moment I say we've arrived. <laughs> it's like something happened. So I was like, you know what, we're just going to take that part out. Y'all figured out by now that we are learning yes. and growing and it is what it is from one week right. to the next. I keep right. being reminded that it's live radio. Right. So some stuff you just can't plan for. That's right. Which it's like nails on the chalkboard for me because I'm a planner. It's like, no, that's not supposed to happen. So we're just going to do away with that whole thing. Right. Otherwise, we are doing well. I agree. Um, remember, you can catch all of the past shows on Anchor.fm. All of them are out there from January 14th, first show, up until last week. And I feel so accomplished when I say that, like yes. we've done something. Yes. We've done the show and we've made them available to the general public. So thank you guys for your support and again for joining us this week. Moving right along, what's popping? With champagne and shades. Oh, goodness. Lay it on me. <laughs> you know, this week was a little bit lighter. Okay, so I brought good. some shades. I have an extra pair. Y'all want some shades? <laughs> this one wasn't so bad. We have options. Oh. If you're on Facebook, you can see the options. Oh, yes. So this week, I found this one interesting. So I'm just going to put you these on. Girl. Cute. Which one? Which one? Well, thank you. Okay, well, come on. Those are real. Let's join in. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh. Yeah, join me. And next time we'll have an, an extra glass. Those look good on you. Y'all look good. <laughs> Check us out. So I was reading online. There is a young guy who was killed in the military. I think he's like 21, 22. Okay. Um, really good guy based on what everybody was saying. You know, that child that every parent boasts about, never got into trouble, was well respected. Everybody loved him. Well, unfortunately, he passed, and his parents actually won a case to have his sperm preserved. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't one of those, what? It was more of a, okay, that's, mm -hmm. that's real interesting, yeah, that's because I have one son, although I never considered if something was to happen to him that I would want right. to preserve his semen. Right. So I wanted to just bring it to the table and find out, okay, what do you do with that? Like, do you get a surrogate in hopes of having a grandchild one day? Or maybe he had a girlfriend or a fiance that you want to pass that on to? Like, what do you do with your deceased child's semen? Wow. And we're all moms, so. Right. Um, well, coming from the perspective, I do have a son. Mm -hmm. 
he is a mama's boy. Mm -hmm. I would want something connected to him to keep living. I get that. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yes. Um, and I only have one son. Right. So I get that. I just don't know if I would go that far as to do that. Because in my mind, I'm thinking everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. I just always keep that in my mind. And if he didn't have children while he was living, I don't know that I would try to make that happen after he's, after gone. he's gone. My he's gone. thought was, what about the child? Right. You know, you, you're going to bring a child into the world and you're going to tell him all these great, wonderful stories about his dad. Right. But is it fair to never give him those experiences Personal. Or those memories, right, right for himself. Like, right. is that selfish? Or are you just in this moment where I'm grieving to this degree and I've made this decision and maybe I'll never use it, but I have it. Just in case. For whatever reason. Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's just part of her grieving process. She just I'm wanted sure. something to hold on to. And, and and the holding on to is what led her to that decision. And then you made a good point. Is that selfish? Of course it is. Because a lot of decisions we make are selfish. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show. The, yeah. the choices that a lot of adults make without taking the children into consideration. Or other people. Right. You know, we just make decisions and we always say, okay, how am I feeling? So let me make a decision based on how I am feeling right now. In this moment, not In considering moment. No. everybody else. Yeah. And, and selfishly not considering who you will become in the future. That's true because now it's not just about you and this child. Right now. It's do I have the capacity in the future. to do what yeah. I need to do. And you can join in on this conversation. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no. Okay, okay. Um, from the perspective of a child whose parents made the decision they didn't necessarily, I don't think they necessarily loved each other. This is my opinion. They could have. And even if they did love each other, they made the decision not thinking that I could have a child. I always felt like people like sex. So they do things because they like sex mm -hmm. and not necessarily thinking, okay, I could have a child out of this. Right. Um, from the perspective of a child who didn't have a father around because my mom had a relationship with a married man well there was no way i was going to be daddy's little girl right he was at home because other he house. was married mm -hmm. and he was at an, an, another house so oh, wow. in my opinion they made that choice for me wow and that wow. was frustrating gr growing up because my sister knew her dad and he would come and he would bring her gifts for her birthday. And I'm sitting in a room soaking because I don't know if I even look like him. Because I have no clue what he looks like. Because I've not seen him before. I love what you said. They made the decision for you. I've never in all my years heard it expressed that way. Never even considered it. Um, especially knowing that you and I, we shared a story when we were at, a, at another event right and 
I'm glad that you're so candid about your story. I'm not as candid about mine because the adults in my equation still have never addressed the situation. They have not even addressed each other. So while I'm free and wanting to right. tell the world this is where I am, this is right. who I am, this is how I came to be, I have to sit on some of that in honor and respect of the people who are not ready to live the reality, although wow. the reality is now 45 years old, wow. like, wow. come on. So I just appreciate how just transparent you are about your story and with, that's a little bit about what we're going to be talking about tonight. And so from the child's perspective in that equation, you could very well be the child who lost their dad to the military. Mm -hmm. And now you are the product of his semen and some girlfriend, some person he might have, would have, should have, possibly could have married. Or either just some random surrogate mother that they paid to give birth. And what does that look like from my perspective? And then, of course... I'm going to imagine that the parents are up in age. If you've got a son old right. enough to be in the military, right. you've mm -hmm. got to be some decades right. old. And now you have to think futuristically about how old this child is going to be when he starts school. Absolutely. How old am I going to be when he wants to play soccer or when right. she wants to take gymnastics? Am I going to be able to do all of that? And is it an inconvenience for me to assume that everybody else is going to help out? You know, oh people wish you well. Oh Call yeah. me when you need me. Oh, I'm here. That kills me. But let little Johnny need to be run around to three different right. events between Friday and Sunday right. for a tournament. Mm -hmm. And let's right. just see who shows up. Because right. I, I get tired of doing that for my own kids. I'm going <laughs> to tell the Absolutely. truth. You spend your whole weekend at a game or two. And it's like, okay, this is old real fast. When, right. when is the end of the season again? Right. It can't even get here fast enough. Right. We're just on week number two. <laughs> I'm there. already tired. <laughs> I've been there. I've been but there. that's just the truth. Okay, right. so I just wanted a different take on that. Because when that's I read crazy. the story, one, I had never heard of anything like that before. Mm. I've heard of people freezing their own eggs and right. doing mm -hmm. their own mm -hmm. stuff. But to do that to for a that. child, yeah, right. because later on, right. like, uh, I saw a lady, uh, it was online, I think, she had been diagnosed with cancer, and mm. she chose to freeze her eggs because chemotherapy might have done some damage, and oh. she wouldn't have had her eggs okay. after. So she got better, okay. and then they were able to take her eggs, and okay. she and her oh. husband have a child now. To me, mm -hmm. that was logical. Yes. Mm -hmm. That made mm -hmm. really good mm -hmm. sense. Yes. I'd never heard of it, right. but that made really good yes. sense. But in this case, I couldn't say it didn't make sense. I just personally didn't understand it. Right. But again, like we said last week, these are rich, rich people problems. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know broke folks that's, uh, no. that's freezing stuff. No. And, and we trying to get all our money to bury you anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. But you tell the truth. Yeah, so we're not trying yeah, we, to we, create we a life to have to take mm, care of no. after you're gone. So that's a completely different perspective. But you touched on something that I've also said over the years. I believe that the majority of people did not plan to get pregnant. They just plan to have sex. Oh, absolutely. It's like, mm -mm, most of the people who were here mm -hmm. were just a like result it. of, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. even married people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody didn't plan to have their kids. Oh, they just showed up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm yeah, right. I'm here. <laughs> I am here. What you gonna do now? Right. And so, just going the extra step of you've planned for your grandchildren 
by way of however you choose to make that happen. So let's just hope she's grieving mm -hmm. and she wants to know part of my baby is in the freezer yeah. somewhere yeah. in a lab or at the house. I don't know right. how they do that. Mm -hmm. And she'll never get to the state of mind where she feels like, I think I want to actually do this. Right. Mm -hmm. But if she does, I'm sure there'll be a story about it. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. So, wow. that's what's popping. Wow. And it is brought to you by, <laughs> I forget that part, <laughs> the Elite that's School of lot. Etiquette in Atlanta, Georgia, and Glitzy Girls. So, you can go to the Elite School of Etiquette.com or Glitzy Girls with a Z, G-I-R-L-Z dot com mm -hmm. to find out more information about that. Next up, okay, I can take the shades off because y'all know I need to see. <laughs> Although they are cute. Yes. They are really so cute. cute. So, now, the recap. Yes. See, I need to see for the recap. Everything is clear. Yes. Last week, we had Dr. Guy in. And she is always good when she comes because she yeah. just brings so much knowledge and information. The takeaway for me was when she talked about how she was in a group of women. And the one lady kept talking about she couldn't wait to get her MRS. Mm -hmm. And so Dr. Guy yes. is like, I got my LPC, mm -hmm. my MBA, my PhD. Like, what is an MRS? It oh. went over her head. Oh, okay. But a lot of people don't think like that. I didn't think like that. It was I like, did. what is an MRS? You really? did share that story. Mm -hmm. So this is great. See how the Lord just works stuff out. Yes. And so my takeaway was, I would much rather you go to school and get you a degree than be planning for your MRS. Me too. But now in your case, you had your degree. You had just, you had a, your MRS on a timeline. I did, yes. I did have my MRS on the okay, timeline. Okay, walk us through mm -hmm. what that looks like. Because there are some people who I know are doing that. Well, I just, I just believed that I was going to, when I, once I graduated, I figured I'd be like getting married the next month. Wow. Because I had seen that happen. So okay. I'm like, that's just the So that was normal happen. to you. Right. Okay. Yes. However, I didn't even have a boyfriend when I graduated. That was, I was going to ask so you that So that was question. a problem. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Jesus, I'm going to need him to come on, right? He is off schedule. So, hey, I was like, I'm single. And, hey, I think I'm a pretty good catch. So I'm just going to date around. See how that goes. That didn't go too well. It didn't go too no, well. No, that yeah. didn't go too well. But I was friends with somebody that I compared every single person I dated with. And we're going to talk about that a little bit further wow. yeah. in the show. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So she had her expectations to get her MRS a month after she got her degree. Oh, yeah. Wow. What about you? Girl, <laughs> I, I was an MRS. Oh, you okay. already won? Before I had, yeah. Oh. That's right, before you had <laughs> okay. your degree. Oh. Okay, well, when I graduated, I walked across the stage with her. Oh. oh. So we're going to definitely get back to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Segue that okay. right on in. Absolutely. Okay. And can you lead us into what your takeaway was before we go to the I break? I think my takeaway is always um, the dysfunction. Just the dysfunction of the families. Mm -hmm. So that was my takeaway. So we can talk about that more when we get back. Up next is the Soul to Soul Experience. 
You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. FBRN.US. Don't forget to download the free app on your smartphone and tablets and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. As I consider who you are, how you deliver and heal my scars, you're the forgiver of my womb, you're the source of my song, I will lift up your name from my heart, I will say. You're probably holding your smartphone or tablet right now, so simply go to your app store, search Fishbowl Radio Network, and download the new app for free. Then bam, continue listening to the hottest content from sports, music, entertainment, talk radio, and gospel. The Fishbowl Radio Network app, available free. Download it now. Welcome back to With the X's. I'm Stoney Rhodes. I'm looking you more. And we are the Relationship Realists. This is your safe place to start the hard conversations. When we left off, Lakinia was talking about dysfunction, which is ironic because we are transitioning in the show, you guys, to bring you what I'm calling Manufactured Marriages Part 1. A lot of you have asked and wondered, even if you haven't asked, how is it that myself my husband and his ex-wife came together to do a show truth be told i just told them they were doing it like that's this is what we're doing and they went along with it and that's what we've been doing for the last couple of months it so just kind of is what it is it is what i it guess is. i'm a bully in some kind of way i don't know i don't want to own that but that's really what happened own it, girl this is what own we're it. doing you bullied us own it you agree he agreed <laughs> so it's working yeah 
Now, I wanted to give some backstory. I think Michelle was the one who called us on this a couple of weeks she ago did. when she really she asked on the air, like, how is it that the first wife and the second wife and the husband are doing the show when he's on the camera, like, pushing buttons? And right. <laughs> so right. it was like, okay, we have to work this in. And we've tried to do it on the back end for several weeks, but the shows are so good that we run out of time. Mm -hmm. So me being me, the problem solver, let's fix this. We're going to move this to the front end so we don't miss it again yeah. so like I said speaking of dysfunction <laughs> tell us how you and Derek met ironically in college I was fresh meat mm. why you gotta be fresh meat I was fresh fresh mm. off the bus fresh out fresh the car off the bus girl the church bus okay oh okay because you know mm -hmm. mom and daddy mm -hmm. you know they we were church people. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. So all I knew was church. Mm -hmm. And we met in the library. Wait, you were a freshman. I was a freshman. He was? He was a sophomore. Okay. okay. I'm sure I know this story, but I mean, it's been yes. 20 plus years. Oh, gosh, so yeah. Yes. Tell me I, like I don't know. Literally, I had to actually think back to even remember. Okay. But um, I was a freshman. Um, he was a sophomore. And he was working in the library. He was working? He, no. girl, he was working. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start that. It's too early. <laughs> so he was working in the library. And um, by me being new to the campus, I didn't know a lot. So he just came up to me one day. We were talking. And we realized we had, he had a cousin that was best friends with my sister. Okay. So, although I was very close with his cousin, I never knew him. Mm. So, that kind of made me look... Huh? You were spared? Girl, I was spared. Okay, I'm not going to your spared. story. <laughs> Girl, leave me alone. This is my story. I'm mm. just kidding. So, anyway, so it was like I, I felt more comfortable knowing someone mm -hmm. on the campus. That makes sense. So, how I got tricked was... She said, don't start. You just go jump straight to the tricking. Okay, go ahead. No, for real. This this is how I, I was comfortable. He was he was playing a song one day. And it was a church song. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. Wait, that, did he know you got off the church bus? Yeah, he probably did. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I'm thinking about yeah. it now. I didn't know a thing. You know, I remember I was a freshman. Right. <laughs> but that's kind of how that's why i was so comfortable because it just let me know okay he's a good guy and it was familiar it was familiar to me it you know there there were crazy there were crazy guys around but i was comfortable okay. you know he, he he wasn't doing all the stuff that the other guys were doing okay so it made me feel safe that's good yeah okay and how long did you guys date you know i think it was about two or three years okay um but girl, I'm gonna be honest, I kept trying to narrow it down today and I could not. And I believe it's because sometimes we forget things and we store them somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't on purpose sometimes. Yes, yeah. I couldn't bring it up. But I tried I tried my best to remember and I Because you didn't think anybody not. was gonna ever ask you this stuff. I thought least it was of all me forever. Like least of all me. Right. Like, <laughs> I'll never need that again. Yeah, that's not something you think about all the <laughs> right, time. Right, right. So you talked about walking across the stage with your MRS. Yes. So if there yes. was one thing that 
now Lakenya, seasons of more Lakenya, could go back and tell fresh off the bus, just got on the yard Lakenya, what would it be? I would say wait. That's good. I would say wait. Why? What are we waiting for? Because um, somebody needs to hear that right now. Well, and within that wait, there's a lot. Because actually, he and I even had conversations um, right before the wedding, I mentioned to cancel. So like a day before or two days before the wedding, mm -hmm. I was like, we just need to cancel it. Okay. Oh. And so although I was going to call it off, I didn't. Mm. So I called it off, but then he and but then he made he was very specific. He was like, "Well, I'm gonna be there." That sounds like something he said. <laughs> I'm gonna be and there, and it's up to you whether or not and you it's show up. To you whether you show up. See, I, I wasn't even there 20 years ago, or well, about 30, closer to 30 years ago. But I could finish that sentence. <laughs> Can right. I answer? Yes, a yes, yes. Did you guys do it because you thought it was the right thing to do? Well, no, because I wasn't pregnant with her yet. Okay. So okay. there wasn't, there was no reason, there was really? no purpose for me to get married. You're face <laughs> No. Okay. No. They was just young and in love. Yes. And also, I'm a church girl, so I want to make sure oh, that everything Oh, you right. didn't want to oh, just be, no, yeah. yeah. The sex before marriage, all of that. Right. That bothered me. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure I was okay with God. That was my thing. Okay. That was my thinking. Mm-hmm. And so... If I could go back and tell her mm -hmm. what I know now, mm -hmm. I would say wait. But it would be wait on a lot of things, not just the marriage, mm -hmm. but it would be wait on many things. Mm -hmm. It would be wait until you love yourself enough to be married. Mm. It would be wait, not, not just because as you know, Derek is a good guy. Yes. So it has nothing. A lot of times we want to blame things on mm -hmm. the guy. Okay. When you got to be whole first. We have first. to work through our own stuff. So Absolutely. wait and be whole. Wait until you think you're beautiful enough. Wait until you think you're the size you need. Wait until you somebody can treat you the way you should. You deserve to be treated. Wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. That's a book. Just wait. You just write that. Wow. Write that, girl. Just, just wait. Just wait. Don't just do it. Just wait. Just wait. Yes, ma'am. I see you processing. <laughs> what do you want to say, Sister Walters? Okay. As far as when I got married, I think if I had waited, because you know everybody is different. Mm -hmm. If I had waited, I wouldn't be who I am today. Wow. But you because are my husband had a whole lot to do with me becoming whole. Wow. Oh, that's a different perspective. Yes. But your husband. I have not met him, but from the book, your husband was whole based on what I read right. in your story. Exactly. So you did get a good deal because her husband, from what I've read, okay. he was where he needed to be. Somebody had already worked on him or oh. he had already worked with somebody. Right. Yeah, we're talking about secrets. Why was I born in right. this family? That's the name of the mm -hmm. book. And so I've read it, and it's a really good read, a really quick read. But her husband, how old was he when you guys got married? He was 22. Okay, but he had the soul, just wow. based on what I read, he had the soul of like 40. 
-hmm. He was mature. He was already praying with her. Now let me clarify. Mm -hmm. I would say that I wouldn't be the person I am if it wasn't for Derek. Mm. So you may be still with your husband you and you're, you you're who you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not with him, but I'm still who I am because of him. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have my two children. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be as strong as I am. So he, he took part in making me that a makes stronger sense. person. Mm -hmm. I've been telling him that we need Y'all, this is so interesting. I don't think you guys really realize how unique y'all are. Because I'm thinking, like, as I'm listening to y'all, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife. Oh. oh. That would never happen. Girl, don't make mm. me bring out the tissue. Yeah, I have some. I, that would never happen. I, my no, nerves are bad all day. Real, this show. No, yes. no, it's a good show. <laughs> I have some. We'll get the Kleenex on commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you for that. I I do. I mean, and even with your husband, broke. he's not saying anything. But it's strength in just being able for him being to present, be in the right. room. Absolutely. Right. A lot of men just can't even face it. Right. That's a good point. That's a really that. good point. I had a lot to do with that. We're doing this show. <laughs> I love I it. Said, Cause this I said, because this is hard. Show, and he just burst into laughter. Like, he didn't even answer. He just laughed. And I was like, <laughs> walked off. well, why would I not? No, it was in the bed. You oh, got to okay. wait. You, you got time. So. <laughs> yeah. You going to produce the show? And he just laughed. And I was like, like, why would I ask somebody else to produce the show? That's, That's what, what you do. do. So then it was like, yeah, so yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I think part of that is because he knew that he was dealing with two very mature women. Right, it wasn't going to so be any drama in here. So just because he and I are no longer together, he still mm -hmm. knows I'm a good one. I'm not, it's not like I'm not good because we're not together. Mm -hmm. I'm still good. Mm -hmm. Right. And he knows that. <laughs> Okay. Right. So that's why he didn't have a problem mm -hmm. doing the show. Absolutely. So I mean, we're 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 very good friends. Wow. Derek and I. Yeah, they joke like the they phone. cut up. They do cut up. Yes, we 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 will talk on the phone about like I I would tell him like if it was something going on with my family, I would call him. My dad was asking for him on his deathbed. Really. Right. So all the. All the talk, which is why I was glad that we were going to have this show today, is because a lot of talk, a lot of people saying a lot of things, talking about things that they don't really know. And so I was happy today that we would be able to clear the air about some of those things. So because, let's hope they're listening. You know, I, I, and, if, listening. and if they're not, I'll post it. There you go. Watch the replay. Yeah. You need to watch this. So you get a little bit them. of it today. Yeah, tag them. Maybe this show was for you This today. is the one. So that was good. So that's a little bit of their backstory. And so okay. we'll get to a little bit of ours. And we'll just go with the questions as yes. they come. And so you have helped to navigate this conversation even from the what's popping. I didn't even yes. realize how that would come into play. But it made it um, kosher. Yeah. Comfortable to just naturally transition without all of the nervousness because you don't know how it's going to be received and the one thing that you don't want is for somebody to take what you're doing or what you're saying out of context and run with it yeah. it's like no we're, we're not doing shenanigans that's not what we're doing in here we're and if you people. know us 
on any level right. you should at least know that much and even him like i don't think he would be up in here if we were doing foolishness he would let us have that he will let y'all go that. do that by y'all's own selves and you need to catch us because i'm fixing to leave on break so y'all need to figure out the rest of y'all breaks for the rest of the night yeah. <laughs> he would take off i'm out and be sitting in the car he don't play that <laughs> so yeah no so thank you for recognizing and acknowledging that we, we're trying to make it work yes we're helping we ourselves and then everybody else if they get the, the benefit and the overflow then praise the lord absolutely but we are trying to do what we need to absolutely. do absolutely so this leads us into the survey we like yeah. to tell people that we believe despite however we got to this place that god preordained and you know a little bit about this for everybody to be with somebody um and so that's just our take and it's how do you get the right people in the right relationships or get people right in their relationships. Mm -hmm. I thought about that mm -hmm. after last week mm -hmm. because we yeah. recognize that some people are comfortable. After Dr. Guy said it, she was like, some people are just never going to leave because that's their normal. Mm -hmm. right? And you have to be okay with that even as a person who loves you and knows this is not the best situation for you. I have to respect that you choose to be here. And so if you're single, it'd be good to get the right people in the right relationships, right. providing the right person ain't already caught up somewhere. Right. But the flip side of that, if you're already in your relationship, how do I get you right in it? Mm -hmm. Because I'm a, I'm a solver. And so like this that. is where the, the boot camp that I went to, that, I was talking to Derek about it in the car, that has been pivotal to getting me to where I need to be to go oh, to where I need amazing. to go. I want to thank two of our listeners who yes. actually oh, sent that information yeah. to me. They thought it would be good for me to look at as a uh -huh. research thing, right. just uh -huh. based on where the show is and what I mentioned to them. I would love to see happen right. as for us being a resource beyond right. the show mm -hmm. to really help people. That's really what I mm -hmm. want us to be able yes. to do. And so I got the email. It was a simple email, you know, check this out. And once I read it and clicked on the links, followed the website, I'm a reader, so I go through all your stuff if I'm on your webpage. And they had a link in the email that said um, there was a sponsorship available. So I clicked it and it, was, it led to a registration. And so I literally went through the program because the listeners, two of our listeners, had worked with this group and they had credits i guess i would put you know quotation right. they had a credit mm -hmm. right and they sponsored me with wow. that credit that's awesome. and so yes. it was part research but it was part personal development wow. the personal development part of me was like i'm doing this yeah and then the flip side of that was yeah i'm gonna have to figure out a way to make this work for the show because y'all should know by now i don't like to tell anybody to do anything right. that i haven't tried for myself right. that's why dr guy is in here because right. i trust dr guy right mm -hmm. and so i was like i can't just tell people to go somewhere that i haven't been i don't know what this experience is going to be like right and that was a phenomenal experience that i'll get into a little bit more but the bits and pieces it is something that I think everybody needs to do. That is Married, amazing. single, mm -hmm. uh, they want you to be at least 18 years old because it's so heavy. Yeah. But I'm going to break that down a little bit more. That would be awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Mm -hmm. Up next is tonight's topic, what's love really got to do with it, with Sandra Walters. And you're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
friends a long We've been friends a long time. Fishbowl Radio Network. Brett Watts, Texas Music and Beyond. Because my inquiring minds want to know How in the world is the first wife and the second wife <laughs> Doing a show with the husband Behind the scenes running the camera This ain't something we do <laughs> Catch this and more on with the X's Monday 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time On the Fishbowl Radio Network Back to with the exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinia Moore. And we are the relationship realists on this show, which is your safe place to start the hard conversations. I was talking about the Life Enrichment Boot Camp. It's actually under Marriage Boot Camp by Jim and Elizabeth Carroll out in Plano. And so 
I went for the life enrichment portion, which was Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday evening, and all day Saturday. The marriage component is all day Wednesday, like full day Thursday, full day Friday, full day Saturday. People came in from all over the place. I met a couple from Atlanta, from Houston, I mean wow. like Michigan, all over the place. They come here and they do this event in Plano seven times a year. Oh, wow. And it was worth it for me. I've been telling people about it, like you have to do this. You owe yourself this. They take you through these daily exercises on emptying your baggage. And they talk Ooh. about a little bit what we talked about on the first day when they put a backpack on you and yes. they say, you know, what happens when you meet somebody for the first time? You hide your bags mm -hmm. and then they add rocks each mm -hmm. rock represents something that you're carrying that the other person isn't aware that you're carrying whoa and then you two decide to get together so guess what happens to your baggage mm -hmm. now two it's bags. both of us mess and wow. I don't know everything that's in your bag you don't know everything that's in my bag and so they're helping you you get a visual on what that looks like to go through each of those rocks the thing that gets me is we shouldn't be doing this on the back end. Y'all right. know how I feel about that. We yeah. should be doing this on the front end. Right. So it was refreshing to see the single people there. Yeah. It was good to see engaged couples there. Like people who recognize I need to get this right with me. I need to be whole right. before I contaminate and That's mess up thing. somebody yes. else. And so just to see people who were in an environment where they were willing to say, I know I've got some stuff to deal with and I'm tired of being broken and causing further damage to my partner. That was the marriage people. And then the single people who recognize this is just something we need to do for ourselves so we don't end up where mama and them or big mama, whoever the example was in your house, ended up. And so there are exercises on forgiveness. Wow. There are exercises on releasing your worries, finding your purpose. I mean, everything from one day to the next was worth it. Wow. So check them out at Marriage bootclub.com I'm going to try to get them linked to our website. I don't know if I need permission Please. to do that but I'll reach out and find yeah. out but more to come on that but I'll try to post that. Yes. The other thing I needed to get to was our story. Me, I'm saying our like me yeah. and you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Derek and I met who oh, it seemed like forever ago at a Mavericks game. 98? Mm. I'm looking at him. He is like, I'm not in here. I'm not saying right. nothing. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not, I'm not answering nothing. I think it was 98. It was at a Dallas Mavericks game. Um, I actually went with my roommate. I was a homebody. I just go to work and come home except for clubbing because I like to dance. <laughs> so, yeah, you could catch me dancing and I would dance with anybody because I just like to dance. Yes. It doesn't even matter. You don't have to be cute to dance. I'm right. just dancing. But that was my life. Work, mm -hmm. church, club. Work church club because I was dancing. Now that I think about it, I could have danced at home, but it's not the same. Because <laughs> no, you dance, you get the energy of the people that are right. around you. So that's right. what I think I liked about the clubbing experience. Right. You feed off the energy of the people yes. that are around you. Yes. But I was not that girl that was just like out all the time. Mm -hmm. That just became who I was when I realized that, oh, I'm a dancer and yeah. a talker. <laughs> so I had a roommate who had tickets to the game and she asked me to go. And I went. And I'm sitting there minding my own business because I like basketball. And then I get the, hello, my name is Derek. Okay, nice to meet you, Derek. You in the way. <laughs> like, so that was our first experience because, and I told him this, it was like he was Stephen Q. Urkel. Like, <laughs> I just was coming for the games. Right. I'm right. only coming for the games. Right. But I see you 
every time I come to the games. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, okay, he going to be there. Right. But I ain't going for that. I'm going right. for the game. I just like the game. But he would always come and say hi. Yeah. He would always make sure that I knew he was there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, cool. So then I would end up with my own tickets because mm -hmm. then I had an inside connection. Ah. I just want to be at the game. Right. I'm still just going for the game. Right. <laughs> I think he knew that. <laughs> so that's how that happened. Mm. I just knew that I would have a ticket. Right. So I would go for the ticket. Right. And then enough of doing that, it was like, okay, he always around. He not really that bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just see. Yeah. And so now it's 20 years later, and we still saying, let's just let's see. Let's just see. From one day to the next, let's just see her face change. So, no, it's like, let's just, this show is a let's just see. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. And so that was really, that's how we met at a Dallas Mavericks game that just went on to additional games. Right. To, okay, I got a ticket. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch the game. He's going to come introduce himself. He's going to come and say hi. He's going to come and say hi. He's going to come and say hi. <laughs> Every, like, day. every game every game, every game. <laughs> and now this is where we are right so more next week yeah <laughs> yes. more of that story next week so our in-house guest I'm excited to share your story and I was excited to find out about the book because uh, when we originally met it was in the marketing class mm -hmm. that Fishbowl has okay, yes. and then you told us a little bit about the show that you do on Fishbowl Radio as well, mm -hmm. and your other organization came up, mm -hmm. Born to Be Free. Right. And so I want you to talk a little, about Born to, a little bit about Born to Be Free. And so I, that was an event that I actually went to yes. about a month or so ago yes. and spent time with her. It was a great experience, really, uh, really good. And we it. got to share a little bit personally. And so we had this one conversation where I went, this has never happened to me before. Like when we were talking and you were sharing your story and another young lady shared mm -hmm, her story mm -hmm. and it was the same story. And I'm sitting there, I can't tell my story because it's not, it's, I can't even own it as my story because right. it's still my parents' story. Right. But I'd never heard it told before, wow. like publicly, mm -hmm. because that's not what my people do. That's right. why I'm still not free to, right. <laughs> to tell right. the story. But it was in that moment I was when, I've never been in a room where three people had the same exact story and they both That's opened their mouths crazy. and said something about it. Mm -hmm. And so ever since then, I'm just praying that my own family would just be free. If y'all ain't going to be free, at least give me permission to be free. Right. Right. This right. ain't even about you at the end of the day. No. This mm -hmm. is for me. Right. And so the, I started to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And so when you told me about the book, I was just intrigued about it. And so I love it. It's a fiction story, but it mirrors your life. It actually is not fiction. I know, but it's written. The written uh, like yeah, it, yeah, with made up names. Mm -hmm. and, but yes, the people, yes, yes. the characters are real, the names are not types yes. of things. Right, right. And it's a great story. And I just wanted to say that as the overachiever, problem solving person, to me, this is a good solution for the dysfunctional family. Oh. Like this is, this may not be your story, right. but there are principles that I found in there right. that are relevant. Right. To whatever your dysfunction is. Right. Uh, you said something in there, and I'll start the conversation with this. Thank you for being here. Did I say that? Yes, you did. I did welcome you, you but did. 
I just start talking. You're welcome. You're fine. You're fine. (laughs) Okay. I'm not thinking. She did not say thank you. There's a point in the book where you go, you have been trained to keep secrets. Like nobody ever told you you had to keep a secret. It's just the environment that you were in. The expectation was we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so touch on that as I flip through and look for my highlights because you had several good points. But even as a child, as young as you were, to recognize that you have been trained to keep secrets. Because you know in our families, I don't know if it's just cultural, but we don't talk about nothing. No. And that's why we need to go to the marriage boot camp to do right. the life enrichment right, right now. Why you need to go to counseling, period. Right. Well, this boot camp is literally two to three years crammed into oh, four wow. days. Yes. It is life-changing. So talk about just what that looks like being trained or groomed to keep secrets, which is, you know, I don't think that they That's necessarily, heavy. you know, knew that they were doing it. We just right. did it on purpose. Right, because That's it was in my house. The too. way that it was, you just don't talk about certain things. And, you know, my mom was a single mom, and you just didn't talk about dad because he just didn't exist. So you just knew not to talk about it. Like maybe my grandmother, I remember her saying bad things about him, but I still didn't know who he was. But there were so many things in my family that was like a secret. I mean, I don't know if you remember this part in the book. My aunt was dating her sisters yes ex-boyfriend i remember when i read that and you said even as a child and we knew and everybody kind of talked i mean they maybe they talked around talked around it but nobody would ever tell her that she was sneaking to go see him uh or i knew that if we needed to go somewhere they would call and we'd end up being in the car with you know with mr bj but not everybody i mean my aunt the aunt that he went out with i mean previously did not no. know and so even when okay this is how how deep the secrets are i, I was afraid to give my mom the book and when i wrote the story because it's the real story right when i and that's why i made sure that i did not mention her real name mm-hmm. and mention everybody's real name because it's real it's real and they didn't ask to be in my book right so asked to be in the drama either. i right. didn't right but they didn't ask to be in the book so god convicted me and said you know what you've written this book you cannot share this book with the world and keep the secret from your mother wow that you wrote this book so you have to give it to her mm. and when i wrote the book i was not trying to save her does that make sense yes so oh. i was writing it if i had known that my mom was going to read the book yeah i would have written it differently that you would have right but because I didn't think about her reading the book, mm-hmm. I wrote it as raw as God gave it to me. Right. And when I was writing it, he was like, make sure that you write it from a place where people who are dealing with this will actually understand mm-hmm. because they understand because they're, they've got, they're going through it. Wow. So make sure you write it like that. So anyways, I gave my mom the book. This is so, I mean... 
um, I went over to her house and um, she didn't know, of course, that I was going to give her the book. My mom um, is an alcoholic. So we were having the conversation that she thought that people who were on drugs were worse than people who wow. drank alcohol. So she had a comparison. Mm. Yeah, so she thought that they that alcohol was not as bad. Wow. Mm. And that irritated me. Hmm. Mm. I've never heard that. It irritated me because she destroyed our family with alcohol. Right. Yeah, because when you first start writing the book, <laughs> she's not on alcohol. She's not alcoholic when you no, first start telling isn't. the story. That mm -mm. kind of came about. It came a about bit later. later. The, the reality is, is I think it came about out of the relationship that she didn't have with my dad. Mm -hmm. That makes so sense. she was single and she's raising two kids alone. <laughs> And they're both his, and he's off living his best life with his exactly. wife and their kids. You know what? We need to put a pin in that, because I need to hear the rest of that when we come back. Call us after the break at 214-717-4678, or type your comments or your questions on Facebook Live. You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. This is Ed Gray of the Commish Radio Show. You can catch us now on Wednesdays, 5 to 6 in the Red Bowl, followed by Howard Scott of the Howard Scott Show. Why can't we be friends on the Fishbowl Radio Network? Jump in. The wait is over. Now you can get your own awesome Fishbowl shirts, sweaters, and accessories through the Fishbowl Radio Network website. Log on to FBRN.us, click the easy-to-find swag link at the top of the page, and start rocking the latest FBRN swag. The Fishbowl Swag Store carries pens, backpacks, wallets, phone cases, and so much more. Jump in now at FBRN.us, click the swag link, and join the Fishbowl family. My name is Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Congratulations from Velvet Oasis Events, wedding and event planning. What a great time for us to get acquainted and determine what style, design, and package will work for your upcoming wedding, gala, social, or anniversary event. We specialize in helping people have a better event experience. Velvet Oasis Events customize your event design with your vision in mind. From beginning to end, we're there to assist. So for that wow experience, you won't forget, remember Velvet Oasis Events. To get more details, go to Velvet Oasis Events. Event.com, VelvetOasisEvent.com, or call 817-500-1579, 817-500-1579. It's your girl, Jazzy Joe Lee, from that Web Chapel, and right now, you rocking with Fishbowl Radio Network. You will be
everyone. This is Stony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more policy topics and yes for your listening pleasures because as you know, that's somebody's reality. To the excess, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking at more, and this is your safe place to start the hard conversations, which we are in the midst of right now. So, if you want to join us, you can reach us at 214 717 4678. You can also get a copy of Secrets Why Was I Born in This Family by Sandra Walters. I'm holding it up for the Facebook people. I will link this to our site and put your site up. Would you show? Throw it out for me again. My site yes. is ourinspiringstories.yolasite.com. Okay, and I'm going to connect that. Y'all give me some time, and I'll have it connected from the with the exit site, and I'll put it on the Facebook page. Okay. So you were talking about just how you were angered because your mom did not see the difference between no. alcoholism and drug abuse, but you made a good point because you think her alcoholism spiraled out of not being able to be with your dad right or even if not been able to be with him maybe they had ended it mm -hmm. it was just the fact that he was where he was and you guys were where you were actually this is what she told me um when she was pregnant with me she told him and he told her that he was going to help her but she never saw him again oh but wow. what i didn't realize growing up he lived around the corner. <gasps> the whole time? He didn't live around the corner the whole time, but he lived around the corner for a while, and then they moved away. But he and was I accessible. And I think they moved away because we were too close. Um, wow. Yeah. Let me be clear. Okay, so it was you and your sister. Yes. Now, your sister has a different dad. She told my sister that she had you a gotta different dad. you got to read the book. It's the same dad. Oh, I shouldn't have spoiled that. I'm sorry. I won't say nothing else about the book except it's good. <laughs> Everybody here is looking at me like, no! Spoiler alert. But that's just how deep the secrets were. Yeah, because there's more. That's why I'm not going to say nothing else other yeah. than read the book. But okay. let me tell you about her reading the book. So, okay, I was talking about how she was talking about how alcoholism and mm -hmm. being on drugs, uh, drugs is it's worse. And um, it angered me. And that's when I gave her the book. I said, oh, you need to read this. Oh, out of spite. I said, I wrote this. It wasn't out of spite. Oh, good. It was okay, not out of spite. It was, I don't think my mom would have understood what she took us through if it wasn't written. Yeah, because it's raw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because you you can't have that whole conversation. But when you see it in black and white and right. you realize that the mom in this story is me. Yeah, wow. you have to own that. So then she read the book. And my mom's not really a reader. But she read it in, in a day. Wow. And then she called me. And she left a message. And she was angry. 
What? And she said, I can't believe that you put our family's business in the street like that. Because it's always about the family. It's right. never it's always about, about the individual. The yeah. And I will say at that point, I was angry. So I said, I'm not going to call her back until I calm down. Right. Um, and so, and I'm not going to take too long, but I'm not going to call her back immediately. Right. So I called her back the next day. And that's what she said. She said again, I can't believe that you, you know, putting our family's business in the street. Um, and then um, she said, I don't know why you didn't talk to me about it. Like get permission? No, just talk to her about the situations. But the you book. have to read the book to know that she wasn't always available. Right. But see, this is the thing, too. With my mom, I don't know how much she actually really was present yeah. oh, because of the alcohol. Yeah. So I don't know if she even realized mm -hmm. that all of the stuff have, was going right. on because that may not have been her she reality. Was, right. right. She was drunk. Right. And then depending on the person, you know how to block things out. Absolutely. So you just you don't think about it we don't talk we're not talking about it so right. you know it doesn't exist i do remember my sister because my sister and my mom are closer to each other than than i am and my sister said that this is before the book mm -hmm. she thought i was crazy and that's why i didn't like come and visit her that much or hang out with her that was something wrong with me okay yeah so we're just going to project. We're not going to own our stuff. We're just going to put our stuff yeah. on other people. And that irritated me. But she got the book. So I think now she understands why. Right. But otherwise, I don't really think she would have understood why. Because I, she was not present. So she didn't realize she did those things. What's your relationship with her now? Well, you know what? I am a Christian and God is good. So... Um, even though she was not perfect, um, I respect her as my right. mom right. because even when she was pregnant with me, it was a secret. So I actually could have been an abortion. Right. So I appreciate her right. for that. Mm -hmm. right. Um, um, wow. Yeah, I feel I like, mean, I hope I'm not giving all the secrets away. No, I mean, it's a really, um, really, really okay. good I mean, book. This is the thing. It's like, the book is about secrets, but your whole life right. was one big, I mean, from conception. Yes. Right. It's like almost, how do you get away from? The it affected my personality. Yes. So I became, it was okay for me to be hidden. That's it. Oh. So, you know, I can get in a situation and not be present. Right. Because that's easy. Yes. So if a that. situation, let's say uh, a job, for instance. If I'm on a job and I don't like them and they don't like me, then I'm cool. I'm just not going to say anything. Wow. If I can do anything to help or uh-oh, I won't. 
because I know how to be hidden. Because it's just your experience. Yeah. It is. It's comfortable. That's the norm for me to be hidden. Me doing this is not normal. Right. I'm for just me. sitting here like right. me being able to like child. share this mm -hmm. story. But here's the reality: the devil wanted me to be hidden. Yes. Of course, yes. he the did. devil didn't want me to tell the story. Yeah, because he doesn't want because anybody it, to get healed. Exactly. And be helped. Exactly. But the funny thing about it is, God knew that you wouldn't stay hidden. Right. So even though the devil wanted you to be hidden, God knew you wouldn't stay hidden. Mm -hmm. So God knew I have a purpose for her. So we go ahead. The devil's going to feel like, okay, well, I'm going to keep her hidden. Mm -hmm. But God is going to push her out there. Right. So that the world can see because there is something I have right. for her to do. In due season. I like that. Yeah. What the devil meant for evil. Right. God intended for good. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't finish telling you the story Please about finish, my mom. Cause I'm getting, cause I'm, I'm <laughs> so okay, so um, my mom read the book. She was upset, and she said, "I can't believe that you are putting our business out in the street. Why didn't you tell me?" And I immediately said, "You had forty years to talk to me." Wow. Big girl, Sandra. Mm -hmm. Big girl, look, Sandra. And so at that point, she didn't say anything else. And then I explained to her that the book was going to help a lot of people and that my story is not really that unique. Right. What's unique about it is I'm actually talking about it. Because but my don't. story is really not that unique. Yeah. And I didn't learn that my story wasn't unique until I'm, I'm a teacher. And so constantly, oh, it was interesting, kids would just come and share their stories with me. And I wouldn't have told them anything. But if they had an issue with their mom, they would just share with me and I wouldn't have told them anything and I was like okay God why are they telling me all of this right but that's how I learned that I was not unique by hearing the stories by hearing the, the stories and the sad thing is is the stories becoming more and more common for a kid not to have a relationship with their mom, for a kid not to have a relationship with their dad is common. I've had st a student, he didn't even know what his mom looked like because wow. she was on drugs. She would drop, every time she would get pregnant, she would drop the kid off after she had the baby. And yeah. then he lived with his grandma and he wouldn't be able to identify his mom on the street in a crowd. Yeah. He had never seen her. The horrors of that and yeah. the king is agreeing because she is a teacher yeah so i can imagine right. she's heard the story and then i rem i had this little boy he was nine and i remember him saying i want to kill myself mm. and i felt like he was saying that because he didn't feel like he was valuable right mm. because my mom didn't stay mm. my dad didn't stay my grandmother's tired so yeah. all she's doing is yelling so I'm Nobody just not valued. I might right. as well just die. Yeah. Kids who have both parents, they don't think about suicide. 
To some degree, I think there are a few, but it's for different reasons. Different reasons, okay. Yes, yeah, okay. for different reasons. Okay. Because you can have both of your parents and, and it they be dysfunctional. Right. You're right. right. You're right. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a small percentage. Right. Only because I've heard it said by one. I've only heard one person right. say it, and I know they have I both agree. parents. I agree. But to your point, I'm sure it's much higher yes. in a single parent home. Yeah, I'm sure of it. And the reason I'm shaking my head is because last year was the first year that I had a room full of kids and I was in contact with maybe two or three parents, uh, moms, mm-hmm, moms. Mm-hmm. So I'm normally in contact with only moms, no dads. Right. Mm-hmm. And last year there were two or three moms. Two. Just two or three. And what grade do you teach? Third. Okay. Two or three moms. So last year kind of rocked my world. Mm-hmm. Because it just let me know how important my role was. Right, right. Because I wasn't just a teacher last year. Mm. But I had to show a lot of kids what a good mother looks like. Right. Right. And it just makes it makes it makes it harder for you. Yeah, as a teacher, because you're trying to teach English and math, and they need a mama. And science and social studies. Right, and they need a mom. And, and some days you have to say, okay, what's going to take this kid further today? Mm-hmm. And then you just got to step into that role wow. of what they need for that day. And I'm just listening to your story, and I'm like. I have a classroom full. Mm-hmm. I have a classroom full of secrets. Just mm-hmm. a classroom full. Mm-hmm. This is heavy. This is too heavy for me. I know. I need my glass not to be empty. Yes. <laughs> if you would like to be a part of this conversation again, the number is 214 717 467. That's 214-717-4678. So there was something else that you shared in here. Like I said, I went through and I highlighted some stuff. I marked all over my book. So this was a blessing for me. There was a story. Well, you know what? I'm going I want to laugh. So the one where grandma got the skillet, that's all I'm gonna say, because I don't want to spoil it for people. That <laughs> That was funny to me. But even how you describe that particular story, the dysfunction and the chaos surrounding that particular character all on his own, uh, being on vacation, what the vacation experience was like and how you, it's like you are a child telling this story. I know you as the educator, and so I get that you wrote the book. But as you're reading this story, it really is the child that's talking to you. And so you captured that so well because I knew that it was your voice, Mm -hmm. but I understood that it was her story. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes, and so you yes. told it so well. There's a part in here where you challenge, and I'm going to read it as soon as I make my way to it. Because you challenge people to take the dysfunction or their own secrets and turn them into something good. So you say, I challenge those of you who come from a dysfunctional family similar to yours to make your family the one you wanted it to be growing up. 
um, by making decisions that will make your future child or children proud. Have the power, mm. have the power to change everything. Not like have the power to change some things, mm -hmm. but have the power to change any and everything that you thought mm -hmm. as a child you would have wanted. If you wanted a parent who hugged you more, hug your kids. Yeah. Like you didn't write that, but that was my right, takeaway. Right, 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 right. You know, if you wanted a parent, you wished you had home cooked meals because mama went to Wendy's every day on right. the way home from mm -hmm. school. Right. Be the parent who cooks. Yeah. You know, if you wanted a parent who kept the house clean so that you didn't have critters all over the place, right. then be the parent who gets up and cleans. Just mm -hmm. be the parent that you wish you had. If we could just get that part right. Right. Wow. Like just that part right there. I think we could accomplish all a whole lot. And you know what? It, not even just this is even bigger than family. Oh, absolutely. Community. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever you feel like you're lacking. Yes. Even in the Bible it talks about if you want a friend, be a friend. Be a friend. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want, be that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're going to attract what you are. Right, because people remember how you make them feel. They really we hear that all the time. I, I but say people remember how you make them feel. And the crazy thing is, that's why I kept telling you, you know, when we're not recording, when we're just being us. Mm -hmm. You need to be marriage material. Mm -hmm. Yes. What do you want? Yeah. Figure it out. Figure that and out. Before the kids come. Because this right here should never happen to anybody. And the thing is, it's too late for me for when the kids come. Well, you ain't having no more babies. But <laughs> it's not too late for me to figure out what I want. Oh, it's never too late. Never. And be that so that I can attract that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's that's where I am. And I think in sharing your story with the kids, I found the other part that I was talking about. You wrote, I started my childhood and talked about being left alone and the tears began to flow. So I guess you had heard enough stories in the classroom to where you started to open up and share with the kids and you realized that telling your story was empowering them. Right. And so I appreciated you putting that because yes. there's somebody you know we're grown mm -hmm. but there's a child who needs to read this book right there's a child who needs to understand okay this didn't just happen to me i'm not right. the only person that this happened to right there are a whole bunch of us who don't know who daddy is right um, or mama right mm -hmm. or mama and you don't even think about that whole concept because you just assume or you know who she is mama's but she's be always there. she's gone she's strung out Cause wow. she could be there and not be there at the same time. I've had that too. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to put a pin in that. Call us after the break at two one four seven one seven four six seven eight, or type your questions or comments in on Facebook Live. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jazzy Joe Lee from that Web Chapel, and right now you rocking with Fishbowl Radio Network. You will be
sweaters and accessories through the Fishbowl Radio Network website. Log on to fbrn.us, click the easy to find swag link at the top of the page and start rocking the latest FBRN swag. The Fishbowl Swag Store carries pens, backpacks, wallets, phone cases and so much more. Jump in now at fbrn.us, click the swag link and join the Fishbowl family. Back to with the exes where we are being chastised. I'm Stony Rose. I'm like, can you <laughs> And we are the relationship realist. Although we probably should have just put a pause in that one for tonight because this is like really, really real. This is real, real. This is the safe place to have the hard conversations, and that's really what this is. Like it really, really Ooh. is. I was sharing over the break. Well, first I forgot to say what Stony would go back and tell her younger self. Yes. And for me, it was go find yourself. So it was a different version of wait. Yeah. Go figure out who you are. Yeah. Like you don't know who you are well enough to to want to be a wife. Right. He don't know you well enough to know whether or not you even need to be his wife. Right. Uh it's kind of like you are not everybody's expectation. Right. And that's what I found out at the boot camp. My life was consistently what everybody else expected me to be. Mm. And so I ain't doing that no more. Yeah. So I would definitely tell her to figure out who you are. So you hear right. me, single people? Go figure out who you are and then try to find somebody that's already that's whole. Yeah. And they'll help you get to where you need to get to. And if you're a woman, just don't look at all. Mm-hmm. Now that part, yes. that's a whole different show. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that. I've had to tell people that. Like this. You shouldn't you know. even you shouldn't even be looking. <laughs> just be busy doing whatever the Lord told you to do. And that if he part. hadn't told you to do anything new recently, keep doing what you've been doing. That the part. last thing he told you to do, let's just finish that. Yes. And so I was sharing with our guests. Sandra Walters, author of Secrets, Why Was I Born in This Family, which is really, really good. Oh, my God. That I love the fact that she shared her story. And as it relates to this show, this is what we try to get married couples to do. Right. Stop sitting on your story and celebrating that you've been together forever and not telling people what that looks like. Yeah. Because I'm sure that your mom was proud to have two pretty little girls yeah. that she dressed with the bows and the socks that you love so much. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody knew her story mm-hmm. and how many other people could she have helped mm-hmm. if she had just opened up and shared, starting with you. Right. So think about that, married people. What about our kids? Right. Like, like what are we not telling our kids that they might need to know? So they don't feel alone, yeah. even though we're in the house with them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I told you on another show, people like, uh, I, I won't say people, it's a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. You know them well, too. Yeah. You tell your kids too much. Mm-hmm. And I said, first of all, they're my kids. I can right. tell them what I want to tell them. That's number that one. And then second of all, I want my kids to have enough information to make every decision that I can equip them to make in this life. I don't want my kids to do nothing like what I've done unless it was the things that propelled me forward. And how about 
I don't want them to learn from someone else when I feel like I'm the best mm -hmm. one for them to Oh, absolutely. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to break it down. Now, the kids will tell you that. Like, I'm real thorough. I'm going to tell you what you need to do from A to Z if I know it. And right. if I don't, I'm going to go find it out. That's why right. I want to do I'm going to go find it out and I'm right. going to bring the resources back to you. So we need to do away with this whole we don't talk about what's going on in our family outside of our family. We That's why everybody everything. in the family is crazy. That's why they crazy. And nobody <laughs> recognizes that they need life enrichment. Because they don't know they're crazy. They don't. They talk about that at the boot camp. Because they think who it's don't normal. Accept that. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is normal. Crazy it's is not normal, normal for your kids not to know who the family is. Is. It's right. not normal for a daughter to not know who her dad is. It's not normal for a son to not be able to identify his mom in a public setting. It's it's not normal for you to act like everything is right and the children are the ones who are in disarray. You can right. be as crazy as you want to be, and that's but okay. when it comes to the kids, we all need to do better. And the reason it's not okay is because as adults we choose yes to be crazy oh that's the good. children we put crazy on them girl mm. and that's not okay that's not okay it's not okay for you to just get a whole bunch of crazy and sit it in your baby's lap that's mm. not I don't like that no mm. i don't like that because if you like crazy in your lap that's okay crazy come crazy to school come and meet school. the teachers and the yes. thing is when crazy come to school you expect me to teach them reading, math, science, social studies, and English. Yeah. But we can't get past crazy. But we got to get past crazy. <laughs> and then you have to deal with the grown-up crazy. Because mm. the kid crazy is a different mm. version of mom and daddy's crazy. They got all of it. Yeah. They bring all of it to the table. That's real. Any educators out there listening to us? Call us at 214-717-4678 because I'm sure that is a whole nother topic mm, all by itself. It is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yes, never even considered that. We're, we're talking about love, life, marriage, and relationships, but this is a real component of what that looks like. Absolutely. Like, children are real-life consequences mm, yes, of unprotected are. sex, married or not married. I mean, it's still unprotected. It's still I read something on Facebook one day. Y'all need to stop acting like y'all special. Everybody was conceived through unprotected sex. Right. And I just laughed. I was like, you know what? You can't even be mad at that. You can't. Because <laughs> everybody, yeah, at the end of the day, it's everybody the did the same thing. Yeah. Everybody did the right. same thing at right. the end of the day. So what makes you special? Mm -hmm. So we need to stop thinking that we're special right. by sweeping our stuff under the dirt mm -hmm. and not dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you would like to share? Like, now that your story is out. Mm-hmm. What is it that, well, how do you feel with it being out, one, and then what is it that you hope to accomplish? Well, it's it definitely is? a process. Um, before, like, writing the book and, like, when you get to the end of it, it's got to be published and people mm -hmm. actually have to, you know, read it. And, yes. and you look at the book and you're like, that book is pretty much me. Uh, <sighs> and you're giving this to people to read and all of your secrets that you've... Uh, I've always been shy and quiet, mm. so I know how to be surface. Mm. So even my best friend did not know my secrets. Wow. So who are you in debt with? Like, like I know you just mentioned surface. You have to have a level of debt. Like other than your husband, who do you go deep with? Like, you're not still surface, right? 
uh, no, I'm not still surface. It it just it depends on when I meet you. If I feel safe, okay. Right. If I That's don't feel safe, mm, I'm right. going to be point. surface. Yeah. Right. I know who to be surface with because I know me. Okay. Because uh, if you make fun of my story, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, but nobody should be doing that. No, no, but that's people. Yeah. Because uh, see, that. some well, people can't handle your right. story. Right. So that's something that God had to deal with me yeah. with. So they you try know? to make light of something that's so serious because right, they don't make, understand exactly. it. Exactly. And I was like, okay, God, if, if somebody says they're going to get hit in the throat or something. What's popping? Right? It's, it's, it's not going to be good. Right. So, God, you're going to have to help me through this. Okay. And so, it's in sharing my story, he said, if anybody says something that, you know, that you don't like, your story just isn't for them. Okay. It's just simple. Just as it, simple as that. It's not for that. them. And so, and if they say something to you about, like, I can't believe you shared your story or something like that, or I just don't. Anybody who says something like that, they've got something they're hiding. Yes, it has I nothing completely to do with you. agree with they're that. They're thinking, completely. oh, I wouldn't share that. You That's heard what on she you. Said. Yes. It has not nothing on to do with me. You. We've been saying this since show one. This is not nothing about to me. Do, right. This is just what we Time choose to do with our lives. Wow. Yes. But it, there is so much freedom in sharing it. Absolutely. I'm so free. Yes. Being able to talk about this. I can Because it's not your secret. It's so, it's and you're freedom. no longer a secret. Right. Yeah. I just always felt like I was always covering it up. Right. And it would come out in instances like, for instance, um, one day at work, this teacher said, you don't read your emails. And I was like, I don't read my emails. I got so mad. <laughs> I got really mad. And I was like, okay, why am I so mad yeah, about her I saying that like, I don't read my emails? Right, right. I'm like, I wanted to do something to her because right. she said, I don't read my emails. And I know I don't read them. Right. But, oh, I'm the, but, she, oh, but, you, but you said it. Right. You said I didn't read. Uh, uh. So, anyways, God was like, okay, I need you to evaluate why you got so angry over right. something so small. Right. Especially when you know you ain't reading them. Well, that was true. No, it was true. Yeah. And he said, "You're so used to being rejected that she said email oh. to you it meant rejection. It did not mean that you didn't read your email. For you, it was deeper. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Just the slightest something. Yeah. 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 Okay. I walked that. Yeah. So, how do you help <laughs> walk it? other people to get to the level of freedom that you are because everybody's not going to write a book everybody's not going to start sharing their stories although i would encourage them to yeah everybody's not ready some people gonna take their stuff to the grave ancestry.com was probably the devil to some people because it started selling all kinds of stuff on all kinds of people i have a hairstylist who found out she had a whole nother brother that her mom gave up for adoption through ancestry.com dna and they had Ooh. an aunt who had done the same thing, but she had passed. So I'm sure there are a whole lot of people who feel a certain kind of way about the <laughs> DNA stuff. Y'all's faces, I'm trying to keep talking through the, the looks. But that but just yes. goes to tell you how people just keep secrets. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. 
So how do you help somebody else get to that place? Because I know I can probably say there are people who've done the uh, Ancestry.com. Like my hairstylist was elated to find out she had a brother. She thought she was the mm -hmm. oldest child. And she found out that her mom had actually had a son at 16. She had been raped. But still, she oh. had a son and gave him away. And she was glad to find her son. So it was freeing. So I can only imagine that people who've done what you've done, it's yeah. freeing. So how do we get other people to just take that dive? I would suggest for them to buy the book. Okay. And kind of go through it themselves. And as they read some, some of the stories, it will possibly trigger some maybe. things that maybe they need to deal with. And they can deal with it in secret. I do... Um, I plan on making a journal for the book. Okay. Then that way you can kind of work through like some that. of that Good. stuff. To, yeah. um, right. I like that. Um, as well as I like to do, um, you went to the event uh, for Born to be yeah. Free. It's the Ladies Lounge. I like to simply go and have like a spa day with women where I pamper them and we just have hard conversations. And that's what that was. Oh, it was like a that. really nice experience. It was really intimate, really safe, really special. It was um, about five, mm -hmm. five or six of us. It lasted maybe two or three hours. Mm -hmm. It was just a really nice experience and we need more of that. I think that the more comfortable people become with each other, yeah. they can let their guard down yeah. and start to share. And that's what the boot camp experience was to a large degree. You are just in a room where you feel safe. Yeah. Right. And the more you open yourself up to people, for people to receive the real you, right. the real you gets to get the benefit of somebody loving on the real you, not the you that's told the lies right. or that right. shared the secrets. Like, Sometimes you just have to uncover stuff and let it yeah. breathe. And when I share my story, it allows people to open up. And, and of course, not everybody is going to share their deepest right. secret. I will have to say when I did that the first time, the women didn't talk as quickly. Okay. They just kind of said, oh, well, huh, that's something I'm going to have to think about. Right. But as we continue to have the, um, the meetings, the ladies lounge, they kind of warmed up and they would talk more and talk mm -hmm. more and give more information. Just like, you know, at that event, there were five ladies. Of the five ladies, three of us were a product of an affair. Right. And one young lady didn't even talk about her dad at all. So I don't even know what that story yeah, we was. Don't, we don't know. But that that's real, and that's but that's three like, of us, three out of five, three out of five. And the oh. thing that I thought was interesting too is, well, people don't talk about it. I mean, nobody. I mean, there's nothing good about I'm the product of a divorce, you know, not right. a divorce of a of an affair, of an affair. Yeah. and. That's not something that makes a person feel good about themselves. Yeah, even right. if they loved each other, you right. still don't feel good about that situation because right. you know that there's I some damage and some hurting, some something going on right. over here. It's like, how do you reconcile that? And wow. then we all talked about how that affected what we think about marriage. Yes. So mm -hmm. what do you think about marriage? Who, me? Oh, yeah, we have to based talk about your, on, your marriage. Based on you being a product of an affair, What? how do you feel? 
can I cheat? Because at first she <laughs> talked about not being interested because of the examples that she saw. Right. Oh, if this is what marriage is, I want no parts of that. Exactly. I didn't. Really? Yeah, I wasn't that interested in being married. But I saw some good examples. And my pastor yeah. and his wife were excellent examples of a good marriage. And so... I mean, what girl doesn't really want to be married? Yeah. That's how you I know, feel. Like, well, you know, you you want your Cinderella moment. I think we all do, but in this I day and age, I hear people you saying were not that they that were. Chick? Yeah, that was shocking to me. Oh no, I wanted my Cinderella moment, even though I hadn't that. seen it. And my mom, oh gosh, that's a whole nother secret. So <laughs> <laughs> she put her head down, y'all. <laughs> So, my mom's dad was not in her life. <coughs> what happened with my grandmother, my mother, grandmother was married to my grandfather, which I never met. Okay. He ran off and left the family. So, I don't know if my mom ever really had a relationship with her dad. Hmm. So. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, so, your Grand, your mom's dad. Yes. Decided he didn't want to be with grandmama and mm -hmm. the children. So he just left. So he bailed. Mm-hmm. Six okay, kids. I thought you said that, but I was six kids. He bailed. So so mom has her own broken. So she didn't want with. anything to do with marriage. Your mama. Right, and so then she probably thought it was normal for my dad not to be around because hers wasn't but she also probably thought it was normal for him to have a whole nother house with yep. a whole nother family True. because her daddy that did was exactly you see because that's you know what happens people like really uh, are we, we're ready oh to wrap it up oh i was about to be like are we out of call, time no call us after the break at 214-717-4678 or type your comments or questions in on facebook live you are with listening to with the exes at fishbowl hi this is amber of forward texas and you're listening to fishbowl radio network Oh, my. 
do It makes me happy A joy I can't explain Every time I call your name Jesus, your love With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations, which we have done tonight with our in-studio guest, Sandra Walters. Thank Woo. you. Thank you. Thank you. Author of Secrets Why Was I Born in This Family. I am so excited. Like this conversation has just been on point. Absolutely. So I want to tell you guys quickly that up next is up next week is one of Dr. Guy's colleagues, Dr. Michael Rutledge. He is going to be joining us for generational blessings and curses. Yes. So tune in for that one Monday at seven. Lakinya, you want me to go ahead and read this? Yes. Okay. So um, Whole Woman Whole Man Ministries presents uh, toxic leadership. 2019 seminar Saturday March 30th 2019 and the theme scripture is Jeremiah 23 1 through 2 Dr. Yvonne, Yvonne Jones and um, you can register um, at this event preventing toxic leadership in church ministry event bright.com all right and if you guys have any more community projects going on just go to the website send them in to us and we Please. will try to get those out so yes. that we can be a resource that's what this show is we're trying to be a resource absolutely so closing comments like there are so many takeaways from this show i'm gonna have to write them down for next week right but i really want to leave somebody who might have found out they are the product of an affair or they may have given birth to a child who's product of an affair and don't even know how to start that conversation what would your words of wisdom and encouragement be to a mother or a child either one in that situation i hate to sound like a commercial okay but i've had students read the book with their parents I had one young lady, she read the book with her daughter, so then they had those hard conversations by just talking about different things in the book. Okay. Uh, I had kids, um, these are middle school kids, they were eighth graders. When my book was published, I gave them my book for free, and so mm -hmm. they were reading it around star time. Oh. And they loved it so much they were walking around with the book oh, like this. So I mean, proud. it was it was precious. Yeah. But some of them were they were reading it and having these hard conversations with their moms because wow. it's probably hard to kind of start off with it. Yeah. But the conversation needs to be had. Yeah. Oftentimes, kids end up having um, mental health issues because because they're trying yeah. to figure out where did I come from. Right. 
can't raise or my they're hand. just any <laughs> i mean or in you know things associated with the secrets that we're not talking about right. and we don't realize that it's a f and they don't know how to verbalize it mm -hmm. so. and like the the facebook comment talking about how they that most of the people tried to protect us and that's why they held the secrets i can see that mm -hmm. i can see people trying to protect you so they hold a secret but what i know for sure is was done in the dark eventually comes to the light and normally it's not helping you when it comes out um i'm glad that you said that i just got a facebook comment and they spoke to that um some people are evil and they share your secrets just to start trouble it's important to not do things that you don't want hid in the first place Ooh. that's a good takeaway mm. but now we 45 years in yeah. yeah right but but that's true that's where having the information being equipped and feeling empowered to make the right choices off the bat and i would i even want to say knowing a little bit of who you are and your history but like they said just live right girl that's just like herd right. cattle that's like herd cattle i mean that that comment just hit it just do right we want everybody to do right but you know everybody ain't gonna do right they're not going to but and, and, and they're not going to but we gonna have a whole bunch of moldy books there we go. So you have to write another book. That's what the consistency is. You have to write another Secrets book. Secrets number two. Because <laughs> we can't get fucked to just do right. Okay. Back to you. Okay. Because what you gave us was practical. Read the book. Read the book alone. Read the book with your child. If your child, read the book with your parent. Those are practical takeaways for me. And I'm curious. Okay. So can you help me? How did you get? How did you free yourself up enough with the secrets to marry a, someone and and be comfortable with him? That that's what I and we I have really to need talk to about know. him because we do have to give your husband kudos. We need kudos. to bring him next time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so how were you that. able to to release yourself enough to trust him to be with him? Well, he was my friend before we were, you know in a relationship mm -hmm. and so I knew I could trust him as a friend we double dated with other people I went on a date with somebody else he went on a date with somebody else Ooh. and yeah and I knew his girlfriend and when they they were just friends yeah, we were just friends right. and when they broke up the girlfriend came and talked to me and said what do you think I should do um I was like girl if I were you I would just leave it alone not because he was I wanted him, exactly. He but was the girl was friend. like, when we got together, she's like, "Oh, she wanted him." That's, that's why she told me to leave. Exactly. <laughs> that's just yes. what we do. But it's actually as a friend, he already knew my secrets. So before we got married, because he was my friend, yeah. I yeah, shared the secrets. Now, how many times have oh. I had this conversation? Yeah. Your friends look amongst your friends. I say that in the workbook. Right. Start with your friends. Right. I love it. You mentioned in the book, we've got more comments coming in, but you mentioned in the too. book that you asked God to send you something specific. Do you remember what that I was? I did. Yes. I told him to send me somebody who won't cheat on me. Specific. Specific. Real specific. Yes. And you guys have been together how long now? 21 years. And they have two beautiful kids. Mm -hmm. A tall, handsome son, a cute little daughter. <laughs> tall. Her baby's name is Kinsley. That's beautiful. That's Ian's middle name, except she spells it with an E. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
And so I got to meet both of them that Saturday. Oh, you did get to yeah, meet both of uh -huh. them. So we have another Facebook comment. And I have one too. Okay. Ooh, My question, is it always safe or do you need to be careful who you tell your secrets to? Uh, -uh you know the Bible says don't cast your pearls before swine. Yeah. So you can't tell everybody everything. You have to That's pray true. for discernment on That's that true. one. Who do I tell what to? When do that I say so, it? And how it do I say you. it? Yeah, no, we're not just going to tell everybody. I do tend to overshare, but I'm just on this journey of transparency. Right. So, but it's not a secret. It's not a secret right. that I'm sharing. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would have to say there are some secrets that I will definitely keep because I don't want to hurt right. some people who are not really connected. If it's something that's not going to hurt you. Right. Then I mean, don't people, you? Yeah, but don't don't you don't you share sensitive to everything? That. Yeah. Because if I tell some things, then some other people are going. They're gone. You know. Yeah. So yeah, you don't share everything. So use right. your best judgment That's in true. that one. But find a safe place. Yeah, if it's something that is that you feel like is hindering you and keeping you from being you. Yeah. You gotta share with somebody that you feel safe with. You have to. Absolutely. And you've got to walk through what that forgiveness looks like. I, on the forgiveness piece, am really hoping that the people who did the marriage boot camp will come and talk on that aspect right. of those forgiveness exercises. Because right. I'm sure that you had a lot of forgiveness that you had to do in your situation, oh, starting yeah. with mama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be definitely writing a book. And it will have secrets in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I cannot. Mm -hmm. And she keeps pushing me. Well, okay. I didn't know it was going to have it's secrets so in it. No. I just figured she yes. was going to write a book. Yes. Look, it says, how would her mother have been different if she wasn't bound by the lies? How would your mother have been mm. different if she hadn't been bound by the lies? That's what, a good what, yes. What how type of person would she, would she been, have been right? if she hadn't been so bound by the lies? Or do you think she might have been? Um, I really believe the lies consumed her life. Wow. And I feel like that's why. I mean, I said that before why she was an alcoholic. It consumed her life. And so in order for her to just do life, that's she, she had did. to drink so in order to deal with life. Her pain. But yeah, is she dealing with it now? Like, has she ever gotten to a place where she's dealing with it? No. Wow. No, no. Because remember, she still, she didn't want me to share. And one of the things that <laughs> she told me, make sure you do not tell the family that you wrote this book. How do you oh, wow. do that? Like, the book is out. Oh, that's okay. They don't know. Oh, okay. So, do we have time? They, 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 don't, they don't know. We got okay, a little so, bit of time. Yes. So, this is important. The main thing we must realize is however we get, we got here, we were ordained to be here. Yeah. There is purpose in each of us yes. being born. Mm -hmm. I like that. That is good. Yes. That is good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That appreciates yes. purpose. Yes. No matter yes. how you yes. got No matter here. how. You're still here. You're still yes. here. Jeremiah 29, 11. Absolutely. Oh, no, the plans I have for yeah, you. he yes. knows he has the yes. plans. Yes. Ooh, that's some good stuff right know, there. Right? That was yeah. really, really good. Oh, that was rich. Tonight was a rich night. I had another you thought, have but it so went somewhere. <laughs> nope, I lost it. 
It's gone because they're they're like flooding. They're just it's coming so, in, and we've been told we, we out of family. town. Like they, I said we're out of time. We're out of time. We're out of time already. Like we can't just keep talking. But it was so good. Oh my gosh! Tonight was so, a good night. It was a really good night, and I believe that a lot of people were helped. They were, and I absolutely believe that there are some secrets that are going to get talked about I believe as a result that. of your story. I, I, I believe absolutely that. believe that. I definitely believe that. Well, we have had another wonderful night with with the exes. And how can they get in touch with you real yes. fast? Uh, you can get in contact with me uh, on Instagram. It's our inspiring stories. Uh, you can also get in contact with me on my website, ourinspiringstories.yolasite.com. And if you want to share your secret with me, you can share your secret with me. I love it. Post it on, on my website. It'll just be me and you. Oh, awesome. there we go. Resources. I think you Resources. need to be careful in how you handle the people that you're exposing. Absolutely. I mean, my mom, she had her issues, but I also know I have to be careful because she's kind of fragile. We will have to do a yes, part two. We have to. Catch us later, you guys, yes. on With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. Hey, what's up, my Knights of the Roundtable? Ozzy Noble here. Tune in my show. Catch my show every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the Red Stream. On my show, you'll be able to hear interviews, topics, hot takes, and much more. Log on every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. to the Ozzy Noble Show on the Red Stream. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. Are you looking for the hottest music, topics, and trends? Then you've come to the right spot. Fishbowl Radio Network or FBRN.us. Right now, you're tuned into the largest personality-driven internet radio station. 